Hi guys, this is Laura Ripka with The Sports Effect, and I am here today with Erin McKinney, who is a freshman soccer player at the University of Akron. She has had some pretty impressive accomplishments in her young career, so we're going to talk to her about her experience playing soccer, um, her drive for why she does what she does, and what she's looking to do in the Thank you so much for joining us today, Erin. Um, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good how to hear. You? I'm good. Thank you. Ha happy you're here. Um, the first question I wanted to ask you was to just talk about a little of your background, um, who you are, what you do. Well, I'm the starting keeper here at the University of Akron, and I'm not originally from here. I'm from around Chicago, Illinois about 45 minutes out. Um, I am, this is my freshman year here at the University of Akron and um, I've been playing soccer for around 15 years. And how old are you? I'm only 18. <laughs> so since the age of three, so it's been a nice long run and um, I'm loving every second of it. That's good to hear. It's so important to love what you do. Thanks, Erin. Um, want to ask you a little bit about your sports experience, kind of where you started, how you got to where you are, um, and kind of what some of the memories that stick out the most to you within those 15 years. Yeah, well, um, I started off just like any youth soccer player, my parents throwing me in the small cleats in a rec facility at the age of three, and I mean, they could just tell I loved it, so I stuck with it all the way up until middle school, and then Actually, elementary school, I started playing club soccer for a local team, and um, once I started wanting a bigger competition and a more of a broader platform, I ended up going into uh, Chicago for one of the best teams in our state, and I ended up uh, playing backup for a club there at the age of about 13, and. Um, around 14 I ended up getting the starting spot for my club and we really started excelling near my senior year of high school and we ended up making it to the national tournament um, for our country and we ended up going to the championship that year. And when was this? This was the summer of 2018. So awesome. This year. this year, this year and how did you guys end up doing? Well, we were playing really well in the championship. It was probably one of my best memories, and we were up by 2-0, but ended up losing in the last second, 3-2. Uh, to two. They always say 2-0 is the most dangerous score in soccer, and it definitely proved itself, but um, even though we lost, it was still a really great time with my teammates, and it was one of the best ways to go out of our club careers, and um, I really felt that that losing experience taught me a lot about life in general. So you said that losing really helped teach you a lot. What were some of the things that you learned? Well, with failure in general, it's I almost, which sounds weird, but I almost wish for failure sometimes because without without that you're never really going to learn anything and failure teaches you where you want to be and, and with anything and um, failure can come in multiple forms and I think one of the biggest failures I've had throughout my soccer career would be 
injuries and having to come back from those, which um, has probably one of the has to be one of the biggest setbacks to come back from, and that can be anything from my ACL tear to just minor sprains, and I've even had a liver laceration, so. I've had and that was all. on the news, right? That was on the news. <laughs> oh. My uh, MRI was on the news. That is pretty cool but um, and sad. <laughs> but injuries do teach us a lot, and setbacks do teach us a lot. Um, do you feel like you have a drive that keeps you going even through those hard times? Yeah, I mean, I feel like my why can set me apart in some cases, and especially at college if – it's one of the biggest stages where your why can push you or hold you back and I think I um, go at it with more of an intrinsic motivation and just my love for the game and my need to compete with myself every day um, drives me um, in every workout, every practice, every training rather than looking at it from trying to get a scholarship or playing for other extrinsic and material things, um, it could probably set you back in some cases. So Aaron, you've had a successful career both when you were younger and it's just continued to improve as you get older, um, both from playing in the national um, this summer um, and this year you were third freshman in the nation in saves. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that stat until the end of the year, but it's it definitely um, kind of set out the year. Um, it ended the year very well. Do you? Um, you said you're very intrinsically intrinsically motivated, and that that helps you be able to work hard, um, even when you may not have a lot of feedback or you may be coming back from an injury or be discouraged. Has that changed since you were younger? Do you feel like you've become more intrinsically motivated as a player? Uh, I feel like when you're younger, it's almost in the game of soccer easily to be more intrinsically motivated because at such a young age, you talk to any soccer player who's playing in college soccer, there has to be a certain love for the game that's carried over, whether that be like just little amounts that have shown or it could be your whole reason for playing could be your whole why and I think that's not really changed I've this love for the game I've it's never died down and I think that can really set um, people apart when it comes to higher levels um, the only thing that's really changed is that I've really become more competitive every year and it's being competitive can sometimes be a frowned upon thing, but I really embrace it and I um, I don't really shine it towards other people. I really try to compete with myself and my own abilities and push myself every day. And I think that's like one of the wisest things to do because if you compare yourself to other people, you can't control other people. But if you compare yourself to yourself, you or have more consistent and you only really have a control over what you do. Exactly. You you can only control what you're doing and if it's in God's plan for you to be the best in your sport, then it's in God's plan and you can't control what anyone else does. Exactly. Thanks so much for sharing that. 
So with that intrinsic motivation, is there any one or two individuals that have really helped support you and encourage you throughout your career so far? I think my family in general have always been supporters no matter what I'm doing, where I'm going. And it's so, um, it's so impactful to see them drive what seven eight hours just to come to one of my games here at Akron and one of my biggest supporters would probably be my dad and he's there watching every game there after every game telling me like, a good job or what he saw that really um, he thought inspired him from the game or always always keeping me in check with my character and with my skill which I am grateful so grateful for him in my life um, Probably one of the most inspiring family members would have to be my grandma right now. Um, she, from a young age, she's always said that um, she's seen like that drive and that intrinsic motivation and she always encouraged it. I didn't even know what that meant at a young age, but for her to always, um, for her to always reward that behavior, it really um, helped me keep in love with the game and keep in love with um, just the morals that keep me in the game such as just being a good person in general and having good work ethic and she's one of the best examples for that she's been a, a nurse and in nursing homes all of her life just always happy with what she does and staying present in the moment and right now she's actually going through um, some rough times with her health and she she just says that it's it's old lady problems, but <laughs> she's definitely a fighter, and I definitely got that from her, I, I, I think. <laughs> Earlier, when we were talking, you mentioned gratitude to me. Is your grandma the one that taught you gratitude, too? She has to be one of the main ones that taught me gratitude because she is always happy no matter where she's at, no matter who she's helping, and she was such a great role model for me, still is. And um, I, I really think that um, she shows such high levels of gratitude that it just rubbed off on me from a young age. And there's no way that I couldn't be grateful when I have a grandma like her. Oh, that's so cool. Do you think that like having a an attitude of gratitude, aha, uh -huh, that <laughs> rhymed. Um, do you think that that impacts your? your motivation and your attitude towards things? Definitely. Um, if you're not happy where you are, uh, obviously you're not gonna have great trainings and great practices. And you know, sometimes I experience that we all have highs and lows. And when I don't wake up and don't think about all the opportunities that have come to me from just whether that be opportunities that I, I think I earned, but in reality, that this life really doesn't owe you anything, and um, God puts you in these opportunities, and you just have to run with them. So that's what I believe I'm grateful for. And without that attitude in the morning, sometimes a training at 5 a.m. seems pretty rough until you really think about how lucky you are to be in good health and to be doing that and to be living out your dream. That's that's really awesome, and I think like a good lesson for anybody, you know, to because there's always things that you could pick apart and be like, oh, this isn't good, this isn't good. But like, I think it's a really cool that you recognize what you have and the gift it is to play soccer, and like, 
you value all the opportunities that you get to do because of that, even if you do have to wake up at 5 a.m. <laughs> ne the next qu kind of questions I want to ask you, Erin, is where you're going, kind of your like goals and dreams for you as a soccer player and your career, um, kind of what you're doing in school and the things you're thinking about, um, and then uh, the impact that you want to have through your sport. Okay, so really my big dream ever since I've been that little kid was to play professionally and I know every kid would like to say that once they're when they're little soccer players but um, I really do think it's in reach here after college and that not that doesn't necessarily mean playing at the top level the one of the best leagues in the world for women's soccer is in the United States but um, I really have loved traveling ever since I was little so um, I've always looked up to these uh, these teams overseas with um, uh, just getting that experience of going across seas while living out my dream would would be such a great opportunity and you get you get so much experience not just playing with other types of players from different countries but being in that country alone can teach you so many things about life in general that's awesome do you have goals after that so uh, yeah <laughs> eventually every athlete has to um stop their um career whether that be just an age or injury or um you never stop completely. You never just stop. Just dial down. <laughs> you just dial down. That is very true. Um, but I, my first job ever, which is an awesome fun fact to have, was I was a certified strength coach for um, for younger athletes and for um, morning classes. We had older adults too. So I worked with a lot of special populations in that gym, but that really taught me how to treat different athletes and different clients and how they think through their challenges and through their trainings and that really got me interested in sports psychology which I never thought was a career opportunity until I started getting really into um, uh, the different fields of sports studies and um, I mean I love learning about psychology in general and I love learning about exercise science so currently right now at the University of Akron I'm majoring in um, exercise science while getting a minor in psych so I'm getting the best of both worlds here and I hope to one day take that and get a master's degree in sports psychology and try to help athletes with the struggles that they go through or just be there for them in general. That's awesome and you had mentioned that you might want to coach one day you know after all the the years of school i might just end up becoming a coach because um my coaches had such a big impact on me and always rewarded me for work ethic and always taught me a lot about life and not just soccer so to be able to have that impact on younger soccer players or most more specifically goalkeepers it's a very different position um that would be amazing and one of my goals that is outside of playing professionally I think would be to have an influence on uh, goalkeepers but specifically goalkeepers that aren't aren't the stereotypical six foot 
six foot big. How tall um, are you? <laughs> I'd say I'm five five in cleats. All right, all right. <laughs> I'll give myself that. But from a young age, I was always kind of judged for that aspect of not being the the goalkeeper every team wants. But um, you know, there's you just have to keep proving yourself, and that's okay. I've learned to deal with that. But teaching um, young soccer players that they can always move past um, things they can't control. And there's so many things that they can control, like their work ethic, their attitude, their gratefulness, like we talked about earlier. And to influence kids at that young of an age can change their life. And to be able to do that would be also another dream of mine. That's awesome. And I think by like impacting them in that way through sports, you'll then like impact them through their whole lives, yeah. which is something that's so cool. Um, you know, I'm biased to coaching though. So, <laughs> um, thank you so much for sharing. So, um, the final question I want to ask you, Erin, is in your opinion, how we can change the sports industry to have a greater positive effect? Well, this is a very good question. And I think everyone would have different opinions on this, but, um, I really have seen, a a growth of people who support the idea of participation trophies and you know as a kid getting that trophy would be great every trophy was great and I'm pretty sure my mom threw some away because <laughs> there was just so many um, tournaments and games that gave out trophies but I really think that the idea of a participation trophy is kind of almost ruining the sports industry in a way and um being just a participant and getting that trophy is teaching kids at a young age that um you know you deserve you deserve the prize at the end of the day for just showing up and showing up is half the battle a lot of times but uh there's so much more to to the prize in general which would be your work ethic and um, just controlling everything that you can control rather than showing up and having that good attitude and actually working for something and I feel like that's one of the biggest problems um, that you can teach a young kid is that like I said life doesn't really owe you anything and you just have to run with your opportunities and you have to work so hard and you have to put in countless hours and you really have to keep in mind your dream and that almost has to be the only thing on your mind some days and um, to just automatically receive something is kind of foreign to me and I really don't think that it would be teaching kids any valuable lesson through participation trophies. I think that's a really good point and I think also even if you do lose when you lose like there's still things you can learn from it and if you're just given a trophy you're kind of not forced to reflect and be like oh why did I lose and why did this other kid get trophy and I didn't definitely um so I think like it even in a way inhibits growth in sport because you know especially as a kid oh I got a trophy too cool yeah like I said earlier um failure I almost uh, want it sometimes because it teaches you so many valuable lessons and the athletes at that young of an age are not going to excel if you can't 
if you can't learn from failure, which is one of the biggest lessons in sport. That I think that is such a good point. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, do you have any closing thoughts, words of wisdom, anything else you want to say? Um, well, I just want to thank you for having me, and um, I hope anyone who is currently trying to strive for their goal just keeps on going, no matter what roadblock gets in the way. And um, if you never give up, then you can never, never uh, fail at your dreams. So that's my last piece of advice for everyone. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, Aaron. And again, this is Aaron McKinney with us here on the Sports Effect, soccer player at the University of Akron and number three in the nation <laughs> for saves for freshmen this fall. So thanks for joining us, and I hope you'll come back next time.